Greetings and welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, yours truly, Preacher John. God bless you, my friend. Thank you very much for being here and for listening. Just a uh, quick note, uh, shows can also be heard anytime on your favorite podcast app and also at my website, podcast.jc, acts221blog.com. You can also email me your prayer request from there, and you can uh, just have to kind of look around to look for the link for the prayer list. And uh, so it's been a few days, and I have uh, come out of my little bit of a lull, my lull or low, however you want to look at it. I've just uh, made some fresh, hot green tea from Trader Joe's. I'm sitting here relaxing in my little um, worker chair in my little studio. I've got my um, GarageBand software playing on my iMac, and I've got my Discourse running on Sword Searcher on my Windows machine in front of me. And I just finished writing a pretty cool Discourse. Um, I didn't think I was going to be able to write much, but once I started writing, it just seemed like it just flowed right through until it, it was done. Kind of interesting how it all works. And uh, so I'm kind of chit-chatting right here just to kind of get everything kind of calmed down because as soon as I push record, things kind of change, <laughs> if you know what I mean. And I need to stop clapping my hands. I don't know if you can heard that or not, but I was clapping my hands there. <laughs> so... You know, doing podcast is uh, is similar to doing a video. I used to I used to do videos quite a bit, and those were only about five minutes long. These podcasts, I've noticed, they're running about twenty minutes, and this one here today will probably run about you know seventeen to twenty, twenty one minutes. I don't know, something like that. And uh, I it just, um, but I like them. I mean, I even listen to these podcasts because for some reason I believe the, that uh, the Holy Spirit is really anointing these, these, uh, these shows. Uh, I, I pray before I click the button record and I just offer it all up to Him and I just believe that the Lord is going to use these shows to touch people for heaven. And uh, I'm excited. I hope you're excited because, you know, today is another day and yesterday is gone and we've got tomorrow to look ahead to and... You know, it's okay. <laughs> it's all going to work out somehow, some way. All right? All right, so let's get started. This is episode number 12. Isn't that interesting, number 12? And today is February 1st. You know, February is month two. This is the first, so 12. I thought that was kind of interesting. And it's titled, He Marveled Because of Their Unbelief. That's Mark 6, verse 6. Today's Friday, February 1st, 2019. Let me get a sip of tea here. Mmm. Ah, man, that tea is so good. It's green tea. It is so smooth. It's just wonderful. Just wonderful. It kind of warms your, your belly and just makes you feel good because it's pretty chilly outside right now here in Colorado. <laughs> so Mark uh, chapter 6, verse 6. I'll read it from the King James Version. And he marveled because of their unbelief. And he went around about the villages teaching. These verses that I read today were from my schoolwork, which was from Mark 4.27 and through Mark 6.28, all in the King James Version. 
That was 86 verses of Scripture that I went through today. I go through these selected verses three times, plus I write a single verse that is a, that is made um, you know, obvious to me, sort of, kind of highlighted by the Holy Spirit, kind of jumps off the page at you. You know, you know what I mean? So I listen to Alexander Scorby read this passage to me. Then I read aloud the same passage. Then I read, or excuse me, I pray in tongues because I'm spirit-filled and, and baptized with the Holy Ghost. As a couple of my other podcasts have stated, uh, you know, I'm spirit-filled. So I pray in tongues the same passage. And let me make a note here. Uh, when I first started doing this schoolwork, I've tried to pray those scriptures just like, you know, in English, you know, like I normally would. And I stumbled and stumbled, and I just couldn't get anything out of praying. And I thought, why did the Holy Spirit say to pray these passages, these scriptures, these verses that I'm, you know, looking at? And I just refused, not refused, but just kind of didn't want to pray in tongues because it didn't make any sense to me, you know, to your brain. Because when you pray in tongues, your spirit prays, but your brain doesn't know what's going on. And uh, so, but I just finished reading it with my brain. You know, I read it out loud. So that's my English because I'm, you know, English. So I speak English. If I was German, I'd be praying and, you know, reading in German or Spanish or whatever language that you speak. That's what I'd be reading in. But I read it in English. So that was my brain. And now the Holy Spirit wants me to do it with my spirit. And for my days and days and days, I just struggled with the part that the Holy Spirit said. Now, this is the third part. And this is the part that you pray. Now, he didn't say pray it in tongues. At least that's not what I picked up originally. But he kept telling me, he says, now, if you would pray this in your spirit language, I would show you more, and you, I would drive it deeper into your spirit, and you'd get more out of it. I thought, okay, I'm just going to do it by faith. So that's what I did here a couple of weeks ago or so, uh, maybe three weeks now. So I, I just pray the entire passage in tongues. Never a word of English all the way through. I just use my fingers and I just go right down through each of the words and lines and all in tongues. And it's just really amazing how my spirit just seems to, um, I don't know, it seems to get excited. It seems to raise up, rise up, uh, get stronger. You know, the Bible says when you pray in an unknown tongue, you edify your spirit. You edify yourself. That's to build up, exhort, and edify your own spirit. That's how you get stronger inside you. You know, your brain's not going to get your spirit stronger. I don't care what anybody says, your brain is not going to build your spirit. Your spirit builds your spirit. Your brain builds your brain. Your muscles build your body. You know, your muscles don't do anything for your brain. Your muscles build your body because we're a spirit, soul, and body. Anyways, that's kind of a long dissertation of just this little section that I pray in tongues the same passage. So, comma. <laughs> Then lastly, I write over and over the verse that comes to me. About six or seven times I write it. The total time for this, let me get another cup of tea here, a little sip of tea here. Mm. Man, that tastes good. I guess it kind of calms me down because I am really nervous for some reason. It's been about a week since I did a podcast. so I'm, I'm kind of shaking here. So please excuse me if my voice kind of quivers and it's kind of hoarse because... It gets hoarse when it gets nervous. <laughs> so, anyways, back to our for the discourse here. The total time for this, what I'm doing here, uh, like today, was 46 minutes. 
though every day is a little different. Only once it went over an hour, 67 minutes. The idea is that each section of the four categories is about mm, 10 minutes, for a total of 40 minutes a day, every day for the year. This will put me or you or whoever is interested through the King James Bible three times a year, plus 365 verses, you know, give or take a few, that will be written out and closely memorized to whatever degree you're able to memorize. You know, for me, I can memorize for a little bit, but it's really hard for me to memorize. It sometimes takes me a week, two weeks, three weeks of going over the same verse to really memorize it, to write it six or seven times. I'll memorize it for, you know, probably an hour or two, but then for some reason I just forget it. But those verses that I write on my prayer sheet that I do, I have a morning prayer that lasts about an hour, hour and a half. Those times when I write a verse, I write it every single day for days and days and weeks and weeks. And, you know, after a month or two of writing the same verse, you're going to remember that verse. And those verses I can remember six months from now. I mean, I can remember the verses I wrote last year. It's, it's just an amazing, but that's how I am able to do it. And everyone's different. So, you know, the purpose of the school here and the purpose of this writing of the verse is to kind of get it inside you, kind of using your your mind, using your body, using your spirit, kind of all together you're writing something. And you know, the we've been told so many times that when we write something, it does something, It's you're working on a different part of your brain rather than reading it off an electronic uh, screen or even reading it off a book, a printed book. When you write something, it's just different. And in today's age, writing is difficult because so many of us don't write anymore. We type. You know, we type everything. So to get up a, a pen or a pencil and a piece of paper and write something down is, is, a, is a difficult exercise for a, lot of, for a lot of us. I mean, for me, it's not because I've been writing all my life. I, you know, I'm 65, so I'm kind of that old school that still writes. But, you know, the newer people, I mean, newer being, you know, 20, maybe the guys in college, the gals in college, you know, maybe they're not writing as much as they used to or, or ever did. Who knows? But uh, so writing is really important. And everything I just said for the last five minutes has nothing to do with my discourse. <laughs> so let me get another, another uh, sip of my green tea. Mm. You know, if you want to pause this podcast, this show, and go get yourself a cup of tea, you know, you're more than welcome to. I mean, don't let me hold you down here, okay? <laughs> God bless you, my friend. I love you. Appreciate you very much. So anyways, the schoolwork is in GEC, which is Gospel Evangelist Church, GEC Bible School, the one that the Holy Spirit is creating through me and through others once they come along. And it's here in Boulder, Colorado here in the U.S., there are a total of 11 categories or parts to each school day. The parts relate to what each student is planning on doing. For example, if the student only wants to know the Bible, then just the first four parts are all that's necessary. That's the four parts I just read, the listening, the, uh, the reading, the praying, and then the writing. Those four parts. It takes about 40 minutes. Um, don't you hate the word, uh? I apologize for that. <laughs> now there's silence, right? <laughs> Sorry. 
So there are a total of 11 categories, okay? I just finished reading that. That's necessary. If the student wants to, uh, if the student wants a more uh, complete understanding of how the word works in life, their life or others' lives, or they want something a little bit more, then they add another three parts of the 11. It's kind of like a recipe, huh? <laughs> Lastly, if the student is planning on doing ministry work, then the last four categories are added to the, to the workload for a total of 11 categories. And I'm not going to go over the other categories right now because it's really not important at this moment. I mean, I'll do, but I do want to make a note that these categories are current as of today, February 1st, 2019. But be alert that they may change a little. Just kind of a heads up, okay, for anyone who may be listening to this show, uh, you know, a month or two down the road or next year or whatever the case may be. So let's get back to our verse for today's discourse. That's Mark chapter 6, verse 6 in the King James Version. And I'll read it again. And he marveled because of their unbelief. And he went around about the villages teaching. Can you see two points here? I can. And actually, there may be a few more. Funny how God's word expands the more you understand it. God's word is truly, truly a, a living word, you know? Amen. Let's look at the word he. Of course, we all know that this is Jesus, and this verse is connected to the previous verses and the verses below it. Jesus is doing his ministry in his hometown. As we all know too well, our family and friends who have always known us and all of our problems have a difficult time believing that we are more than what they th are thinking of us. You know, right? I suppose that is why so many students leave their hometown and go to another city in college. And it could also be why so many business entrepreneurs leave to go to another town to build their business. Lastly, it could be why we move after a tragedy occurs in our life. Because we just need a fresh start. You know, my friend, and if you need a fresh start, move to that other city. I mean, if that's part of what's inside your heart, follow your heart. That could be the Lord telling you, I want you to go to that other city that I'm showing you. So just step out on faith, okay, man? It's just, that's just something that just came to my heart because I, I, um, I just want to let you know that, okay? And uh, so, Lord, just um, be with that person right now who wants to move to that other city and is struggling because they just don't know if it's from you. And, Lord, show them, give them confidence and an assurance in their spirit that you're actually leading them. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, lots of reasons why we go to other cities and towns and states and even countries to do our work. Not sure, though, but it sure looks biblical to go to some other place. You know, what do you think? You know, the very next word here in our scripture verse is marveled. This is an interesting word to me. It means to wonder. In Webster's 1913 dictionary, it says, quote, that which causes wonder, a prodigy, a miracle, unquote. I need to wipe the tears out of my eyes. I was crying there as I was praying. <laughs> it's funny how the Holy Spirit moves on me and I start crying. You know, I, just, I don't mean to cry. I just, I'm just, I don't know. Just, 
it's just, you know, a part of my life, I guess. So it's a miracle. A word of astonishment. That's what marvel means. Something like, can you believe what he just did? Or it's sort of like scratching your head and or shaking your head because it just seems too hard to understand why it just happened. You know what I mean? It's like you're marveling. <laughs> Anyways, we'll go on. I think you get the gist of this word and why it's placed here in this verse. Take a look at this verse. Isaiah 59, 16. And he saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore his arm brought salvation unto him and his righteousness, it sustained him. You know, this verse was connected to Mark 6, 6. And when you read it, you know, the verse I just read, Isaiah 59, 16, don't you marvel at it? Like, why is it here? Or why is it important? Why, why did somebody put these two verses together? Interesting, huh? I think it's because of the word wondered is in it. I just spent several minutes looking at different dictionaries and even going online to see what's there on this word. I don't exactly know why it is, but I really like the word marvel, don't you? Many of the dictionaries stated this word is no longer used in elegant writings or it's an archaic word. Doesn't that make you marvel? <laughs> I mean, really, think about Marvel Comics. That's the, that's the word that keeps coming to my mind, Marvel Comics. I mean, you know, come on. <laughs> Got to remember, I was reading comics in the, in the 60s. <laughs> in the 50s, too, I guess. I was born in 53, so, you know, my dad read comic books, and so I read all his comic books, and, you know, I read hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comic books. <laughs> Anyways, I get off into wonderment with the world's, <laughs> with the world's goofiness. So let's look at our verse again. Mark 6, verse 6. And he marveled because of their unbelief. And he went around about the villages teaching. The, re the reason Jesus was wondering and marveling and, you know, scratching his head, so to speak, was because of their unbelief. Look at this verse in Ma uh, Mark five thirty six. As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he saith unto the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. Wow, isn't that something? I just love it. Believing is so important to getting the job done. The word says clearly that if you believe, fear should leave. Quote, be not afraid, only believe, unquote. That's what Jesus said, huh? I suppose this next verse could explain it in a different way. And that's Mark 9, 23. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible. To him that believeth. So, if you believe that all things are possible, isn't that what it says? Yeah, that's what it says. Here's another verse that speaks to our topic of to believe. In 2 Chronicles 2020, you know, the show 2020, but this is 2 Chronicles 2020. <laughs> My mind just went running off because it's, Two Chronicles. Second Chronicles is just February 2020. Anyways, just 
playing around here. So Second uh, Chronicles twenty twenty says, And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God. So shall ye be established. Believe his prophets. So shall ye prosper. This is in the Old Testament, and it points to the New Testament. Can you marvel at God's Word? If not, you know, what's going on, man? I'm seeing all these verses kind of pop up in front of me here. It gets more exciting as I go along here. Look at this one, Matthew 9, 20, uh, 8, 9, 28. And when he was come into the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus saith unto him, and to them, because there's more than one of them, believe ye. Now, when you hear, let me just stop for a second. When you see the word Y-E, ye, believe ye, in, in uh, English, full British English, we use the word Y-E to signify that there is more than one person talking, being talked to. So when you see the word Y, ye, or, uh, that means there's more than one. And when you see the word, the letter T, like in thee or thou, that means there's just one person being talked to. So it denotes singular and plural. So when you see the word believe ye, it means believe all of you, ye all of you, believe ye that I am able to do this. They, you know, that's they means many, right? They said unto him, yea, Lord. Now look at this. Now, be forewarned, though, this is about going after signs and wonders, okay? Remember what I said in a previous discourse about the signs follow? They follow. Remember, they follow. They never lead you. Now, when you try to follow after signs, this is the trap of the deceiver, okay? But look at this verse, John four, forty-eight. Then said Jesus unto him, Except ye see signs and wonders, ye will not believe. And You know, I wrote here, are you marveling yet? Because I'm just, I want to make, make it light because I'm just kind of being funny with you, my friend. And it's a, it's a serious topic. And, um, and, but you don't have to take it serious. You just have to believe it. You know, we read the scriptures and if we just believe the scriptures, good things will happen. You know, maybe not instantly, and maybe not today or tomorrow, but if you just keep believing and don't let the devil steal that belief from you, just keep believing, and you're going to see good things happen in your life. You just will. It will, because God said it will. And if God said it, that's it. There's nothing more. I mean, he is the top dog. There's nobody above him. He is the boss, and everything has to bow to God Almighty. That's just the way it is. So when you go directly to the Almighty, the Most High God, and you get your answer from Him, rest assured, He knows what's going on. Okay? That's just another word to whoever's listening here. So let's go back to our verse, Mark chapter 6, verse 6. And He marveled because of their unbelief. 
and he went round about the villages teaching. So it looks to me that Jesus just shook his head and went on anyways. Just because your friends and family and all those who know you best don't believe what you're doing, (laughs) just keep going. As Jesus did, he went round about the villages. You just keep going and not let the unbelief get you down. No. Why? Well, because of what we just read in the Word. Because of their unbelief. Or more bluntly, here is what Jesus said. Mark 6, 4. And Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, in his own kin, in his own household. And this, Matthew thirteen fifty eight, And he did not many mighty works there because of their unbelief. You know, this could be why my motto for 2019 is keep moving, no worry. Even on the days I get down or frustrated or tired or exhausted, if I, keep mo- if I can't keep moving for the day or for the week, then I just live in the belief of no worry because eventually I'll come out of it and keep moving. Like this verse in Matthew 9.35. And Jesus went all about the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Do you see it? So just keep moving and you'll graduate. Belief will be all around you, my friend. You know, by not letting unbelief hang on to us, we can do some great things in the Lord Jesus Christ. My beloved, believe. Believe that it is possible. Possible because of your belief. Because your belief is in your Savior, Jesus Christ. My beloved, you are a believer. Have a beautiful day, my friend. God bless you. 